0: Today, let's talk about Earth and space. Doesn't that sound interesting? Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop.
1: Zone. Hey, where's your where's that grooving little tune? Yeah, yeah. The Twilight Zone. This is
0: the zone between heaven and earth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Starlink satellites and yeah. Maybe that is what sends everybody running to 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 give us reviews. You suppose that would trigger it? Yeah. What? What? That that just that aura. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hear that? I
0: forgot to do a review. The Adventures in Odyssey episode where they had them boxes. What were those called?
1: Oh, Novacom? Yeah. Novacom boxes. Yeah.
0: Leave a review.
1: We're hardcore Adventures (laughs) in Odyssey fans here. Oh, yeah. Those grease and chips.
0: If I'm honest, uh, I actually stopped listening to Adventures in Odyssey right around those episodes. I just kind of... It
1: backfired on you?
0: No, no. For whatever reason, uh, I don't know. I haven't really checked in on them lately, and I so you've not really
1: been impacted by the death of Eugene.
0: No, and that keeps yeah. me from going back. Oh. I, I can't have you even heard the new wit, which is not really new anymore? I, I, I guess not. All no. right.
1: Well wow. I don't know. All right, folks, we'll be back. Um, yeah, the the co-host has some catching up to do. <sighs> Adventures in odyssey.
0: Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Amen, that's it. We got it. 80995. Oh, my word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, Ranger Bill, warrior of the woodland. Yeah. Struggling against against extreme odds. odds, Traveling dangerous trails. Showing. Something about mountain lions. Yeah, all this in exchange for the satisfaction and and pride of of a a job well done. done. Yeah. You don't know that one? No, oh, that's, I don't know that to one. To me, Ranger Bill was yeah. Stumpy,
1: yep. Gray Wolf. Gray Wolf. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was as good, if not better. Absolutely. Because you never knew whether they were going to come out of the story no, or not. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing. It was always a catch yeah. That's like too weak. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: like reading the Hardy Boys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd never know if they were going to survive. And
1: the Hammond B3 little.
0: Yeah. As, uh, all
1: Ranger. this for the satisfaction and pride <laughs> of a job well done.
0: There's got to be some Ranger Bill fans in the audience. Yeah,
1: what was the other one from Chicago? Uh, Pacific Garden Mission. Unshackled. Yes, Yes. his
0: heart and mind and life was unshackled.
1: Yes, (laughs) and there was an. Maybe people someday they'll they'll talk about that. Bill will because he'll he'll be him he'll be emulating our bumper music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How did we get off on this? I don't know. Wow.
0: Welcome back, everyone. We are finally, yeah, um, hey, we have our new camera going over there did you uh did you guys notice that? it's an yeah. truth be told, we had this That's camera cool. when we bought our other cameras um but you know due to supply chain issues and us not picking the right lens and returning things and it's been a journey of two years, but it's yeah. a good message to say that you know you might be on the shelf for two years, but eventually.
1: Mm, there's still a purpose. <clears throat> wow. Hmm.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wish we could give a guy you. a little space and he takes and advantage of it. Listen
0: to this review. It's entitled For Such a Time as This. <laughs> okay. Okay. What a Segue.
1: Yes.
0: I truly believe Kingdom Speak is fulfilling a duty to our generation through insight, clarity, and perspective on this podcast. I hope they keep the content coming. And that's from Joseph. Ninety-three on Apple Podcasts. We'll say amen to you, sir.
1: Yes. Hallelujah. So yeah. You know, there's some people that have said that they they don't know how to give a review, or they mm-hmm. they don't listen with whatever format they're listening on. They, mm-hmm. they can't. So if if you're following us on Facebook, that's another place that you can. Yeah, right on can, our Facebook. You can page. rate us. Yes. Review us there, and that helps. All of that, all that helps.
0: Uh, even leaving a comment on our YouTube channel. On the on the episodes. Oh, we love the dialogue. Yep, that's yep. great. Uh, Kingdomspeak.ca. It's, it's all good, all good. So, man, we're just to think that we're going to talk about space. Yeah, man, let's is do intriguing it. Intriguing. Let's to me. do it. Um, lately, there's been a lot of talk about this new uh, telescope thing that they put up. You know, what's it? It's named after a guy. They put it up in the air. It's not I call no. it a telescope, but it's like the modern version of a Hubble, the Hubble telescope. Really? Yeah. Never heard. Yeah. And it's gonna take like so long to even set this up. And it's gonna be up in space and is hmm. that the James Webb one. Yeah, exactly. Yep. The amount of innovation in that Where is Where have I been?
2: Astounding.
0: Space. Yeah, you've been in outer space apparently. Yeah. Or you've been on Earth. <clears throat> Your head's been in the sand.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: it's just us today huh? no guests no guests uh, no she guests yeah and we're still in the frozen hinterland of yep my house was cracking last night you know
1: you know you're in the dead of winter homes when do happening. that
0: they if do. you've never lived in a minus 30 era um sitting on the couch me and milo just watching the fire and pop in the house, and he jumps.
1: Wow, it must be it can cold be, It <laughs> can be loud. It <laughs> can be
0: loud. Yeah, so it's been cold out. Um, but here we are again in the Kingdom Speak studio bringing you premium content. Um, you actually preached a sermon on this, um, and when you gave us your title, I wasn't really sure what you were going to talk about. <laughs> oh, really?
1: Yeah. Does that happen to you often? or
0: No. No, you usually get the message across before the end. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs>
1: you're still waffling on this. Maybe or? you could have just picked a better
0: title or something. I don't know. It was uh So hence the sermon graphic was just I was thinking you were going for like crowd control, like tape or something. Mm-hmm. Um and I was way off. Yeah. But nobody really noticed. Yeah. Did they? No. No, you didn't notice,
1: exactly. <clears throat> Yeah, give God some space. Um, it's a great message. This this is a uh, derivative of reading. I, I, I love Genesis. I don't think that's lost on anybody mm-hmm. that's listened to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite books of the Bible. And so you start... At the beginning, and and, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, kicking off the year. Start of the year. New start of the year. I mean, yep. And, and diving into this favorite book of mine again. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form, mm-hmm. and darkness was upon the face of the deep, mm-hmm. and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So waters and deep were synonymous there and there was there there's there's a lot in that in that verse right there because the from from the standpoint of of a god whose one of his primary defining attributes is his omnipresence yeah then you have to ask yourself looking at an earth that is formless chaotic dark Mm -hmm. How did this happen if God is everywhere, present, nowhere, absent? Mm -hmm. Is it possible for chaos to to exist Mm -hmm. where God is? Especially after verse 1. Right. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So I think we begin seeing right off the bat that there are times that God restricts his omnipresence hmm. from particular regions. And this sets up for the discussion that we're going to have today about the importance of space. Mm-hmm. God needs space. So mm-hmm. there are times that although he fills all space and time, that he He holds himself back. No one else can do it, but he self imposes restraint right okay yep. and says now in this particular area i am going to i'm going to hold myself back i'm going to let it become chaotic because his presence we, we already see what happened in verse 3 verse two, verse three, through the remaining of the creation story, the spirit begins to hover mm-hmm. and order begins to emerge from the chaos, life, sustainability, productivity. Mm-hmm. All of that happens when God begins involving himself in that space again. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of discussion about that. And I don't want to take a lot of unnecessary time about it, whether it's gap theories, whether it's whatever your, your opinion is. But clearly, I do not believe or do not uh, do not espouse the idea that God created the world to look like it did in verse 2. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. When you reconcile that with Isaiah, with Ezekiel, when he said he created the earth to be inhabited, mm-hmm. you must ask yourself in when you read verse 2, was it inhabitable? Mm-hmm. So he didn't necessarily create it that way. But it became that way, and there's a, there's again a, a host of discussion that could be had around how it became that way. Let's just let's 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 reserve that for another time and another space. Right. The reality that I'm wanting to address here is the process that God took, and that's what I love about the creation story of pulling something from a chaotic existence yeah. to an orderly functioning, productive. Role process, right? Mm-hmm. Incremental, right? Yeah. Progressively, yeah. That is the story of redemption. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is what happens. Mm-hmm. And so, um, how, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. What was the role
2: mm-hmm.
1: that that how God interacted with chaos? Okay, he could have made it all in an instant, it didn't have to be a seven day thing. That's right. But he done it in a process. So I want us to unpack some of these scriptures and talk about giving God space a little bit. Could we um, start with verse 6?
0: KJV, or you want to read the other translation?
1: Let's do the NLTs fine.
0: Okay, so 1-6 in the NLT says, Then God said, mm-hmm. Let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth.
1: Now, in the King James, you're going to, you're going to recognize that as firmament. That's okay? right. Yep. As firmament. So he said, Here, "Here's the firmament now." But in the NLT, and I think sometimes we confuse firmament with heaven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it really means uh, uh, sky. That that portion between mm-hmm. the Netherland regions of mm-hmm. of God's creation and where we dwell. But I think sometimes we can confuse that with. That heavenly city that Jerusalem saw, that John saw coming down, yeah, uh, the, the New Jerusalem, yeah. and that is not that. That is not that, right? Okay, so so I think that the NLT better describes it as he put some space there. Mm-hmm. Okay, he looked into the chaos mm-hmm. and said, "I've got to make some space for order." Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: verse seven. Yes, and that is what happened. God made this space
1: to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. Okay, so prior to the space, the waters from the earth and the waters from the heavens were all this one gigantic um, minutiae. There was no definition between heavenly waters. Again, we're not talking the New Jerusalem. We're talking that upper region, and there was no no definition between that and the earthly waters. So in order for there to be a return to order, we have got to start putting space between stuff. Yeah. Okay? Yes. So he separates the waters from above from the waters beneath. Mm-hmm. And he calls that space firmament or sky yep. or heaven. Okay? And so the first principle that you've got to understand in trying to get your life from chaos to order, is you've got to learn how to separate things. You've got to learn how, first of all, to separate the things above from the things beneath. Yeah, that's key. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not everything is worth the same thing. Mm-hmm. And and we can we can begin looking throughout Scripture, and we see the pattern emerge that there is there is if if you're struggling with your mind, if you're struggling with your thought process. Um, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, exactly. think on these things. Mm-hmm. Redirect. One of the, those defining elements of being a Christ-like individual is let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. which has the ability to lift itself above yes. all of the stuff that's going on here. You've got to learn that that the things that concern you on an earthly, uh, lateral level are not the same things that need to concern you on a spiritual, heavenly level. Mm-hmm. You gotta put space between the beneath and the above. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the first. These are some of the initial steps of of getting chaos. Now I know we jumped over. Let there be light and darkness and all that. I'm really wanting to focus on this particular aspect of it. He continues and says, after you figure out. Mm-hmm the above from the beneath right then what does he say so verse 8 says god called the space
0: sky yes and evening passed and morning came marking the second day yes. then god said let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place
1: so dry ground may appear so here's here's the other side now we have waters above and waters beneath and we've got this neat little space between it right that we know by reason of reading the To the end of the chapter, that all kinds of good stuff is going to happen in this space. That's right. Yeah, but it's not there yet. That's right. Okay. There's no mountains yet. There's no. There's 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 no Grand Canyons. There's no Himalayan mountains. No Appalachian trails. No none. None of that exists yet. It's all there. But it's covered still by the waters beneath so you you can you can separate the waters from above from beneath and still not have all the definition that you need mm. the next level of properly stewarding your life is separating the waters beneath from beneath hmm. so this is like another dimension there exactly all right okay so what did he do he he created a space to separate them, mm-hmm. right? Let me let me say it this way, a depression, because he called it what? The sea. Mm-hmm. That's what he called it. I think it's in verse um, 9. Let the, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together yep. into one place.
0: And let the dry land appear, and it was so. Paul yes. called the dry land earth, and the gathering
1: together of the waters called he seas. Okay, mm-hmm. so now we have a depression that is made. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what he did. He hollows out a depression so that all of the water that 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 was affecting everything, covering everything that we didn't know what was under the surface, we didn't know what existed there because it was all flooded by beneath. Mm-hmm. And he said, "We we got we got to give some definition now." Here's the danger. When you're reading this passage, you can conflate the fact that chaos is synonymous with water. Right, right. And you can begin looking at it because water is covering everything, and water is is, yeah. is deep, yep. and it's dark, yep. and, and it's murky. Then you can say, if I could just get rid of the water in my life, yeah. then I would be okay. It is not getting rid of the water because we, we understand this because he did not remove all the water from the scenario no you need that right you got to have it yeah you need it to remove all the water would introduce a chaos of another sort
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. right yes so in order to support productivity in order to support uh, the pursuit of paradise and happiness we need water and we need dry land what is what reverses chaos is not an absence of water it's the presence of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very key. Wow. Mm. What we needed was there's got to be boundaries that say the water comes this far. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the dry land is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't lose this point. Don't don't lose this point. He did not. You have no scripture that says he created dry land. Mm-hmm. Right. Dry land was there. Right. The Bible says that as he introduced borders to water, the dry land appeared. Yeah. Peered. It appeared. Yeah. Mm. It was there beneath the surface mm. already. It just appeared at the introduction of definition, at the mm. introduction of borders. Think of the most um, picturesque picturesque uh, uh, places that you would want to go spend a few days. Oh, man. Define that. What does it look like to you? Oh, you know... I don't
0: ask for much, honestly. Um, I really like, I like the Space Coast in Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, east of Orlando out there. Yep. Because I kind of like to surf. I don't get to surf that often where I live naturally. I've kind of picked it up over a few years. Uh Um, So how I got drawn there was that's where there's a lot of very good waves in the Atlantic. It's not too far to travel. Interesting. Uh, It's cost effective. Yep. And it's one of the best places in the Atlantic, Uh, that produces waves is right along that space coast. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, Uh, fly me to Orlando, get me in a car, drive east about 40 minutes, Mm -hmm. and, yeah. It's there. Man.
1: Dry land and water meeting. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? 80 degrees, sun. Right. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful.
1: The application. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't want to be there when those boundaries and borders are about to be crossed. <laughs> when the tsunami warnings yeah, are coming. Yeah, no,
0: the hurricane season. Right. Yeah, stay away. Right.
1: <laughs> what makes it beautiful is that the borders and boundaries and, def- and definition is there and it's respected. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay? And you're drawn to the intersect of water and dry land. There's something about it. The dry land emerged. So in our walk with God, In our day-to-day relationships, we've got to learn to go, okay, that's a heavenly thing. That affects my soul. That takes priority over every earthly pursuit that I have. Mm -hmm. I'm going to separate above from beneath. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. That affects my soul. This affects my temporal man. That affects my eternity. This affects my time. So I'm going to delineate between the two, and you get order that emerges out of chaos. There's uh,
0: just something, probably another episode where you talk about boundaries, but An interesting thing when you travel anywhere near the oceans, there's a huge conservation effort to maintain that borderline, that borderline because of erosion. Um, Yes, and yeah, like there's a lot of attention placed where those two things meet. Yeah, and you got to work at it to keep it effective. Yes, and 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 enjoyable. Yes, (laughs) right, Right. or else nature would just, if left to itself, would just destroy it. It would. Yeah.
1: Something that's part of the fallen nature, it reverts to chaos. Yeah. So keeping the above from the beneath is critical. Mm-hmm. And then you bring it down to the next level of beneath from beneath. You've got to learn to manage that. You come home and you've had a, a bad day at the job. You don't let that bleed over into being a bad day at home. Yeah, that's
0: right. very key. Very
1: right? key. Yes. No, no, that stays over in this category. Compartmentalizing. I, right. Yep. I created space for you yep. over here so that dry land could appear over here
0: if not you just live in a hurricane right everywhere you go
1: it's chaos everywhere you go mm-hmm. then there are people that have to ma- have to manage and master do you know what my home life is chaos but i'm not going to let that bleed over into my career mm-hmm. um and 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 every life is about learning how to separate beneath from beneath and it's all about Giving God the spaces in our life so that we can gather up what, 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 if I don't gather this up, it affects everything.
0: Yes. Everything. It affects everything.
1: Everything. Everything. <laughs> so, what you've been through, uh, your past, that all needs to be gathered and thrown into the sea. If not, it'll affect everything in your potential mm-hmm. that emerges, right? Mm-hmm. So, it is, it's this. Um, this dry land appearing out of the water that becomes a reoccurring theme throughout the redemptive, restorative process um, throughout yeah. throughout Scripture. Absolutely right. Okay? Yeah. The dry land was not created. The dry land appeared. The potential that you have within you exists beneath the surface of the chaos. Quit cursing the water mm-hmm. and introduce boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, no, I'm not gonna create, let you come that far.
0: Create an environment for that potential to do
1: something. Right. Mm-hmm. Listen, guys, this is everything. It's it's so I've got some whacked out family members. Well, I'm gonna let it only come so far, and it's sorry. not gonna affect my family. Oh, uh, you fill in the blanks. You gotta put the borders around it and say, if I let that much water come over here, it's gonna cover up all the dry land. Mm-hmm. That affects my potential mm-hmm. and and I'm not interested in Productivity letting
0: that guys, uh, productivity planners, you know um are all about you doing this very thing in your life on a day-to-day basis you know uh, michael hyatt is one of those guys i can think of i've read a few of his books um, where you know if if, so you want to be more productive this week well you need to define your tasks your goals yes your week goals your month goals and it's it's a pain to do yes if you're not into that and you don't have any sort of boundaries you know it takes effort to get those into your life. but once you once you introduce them, then that's where you get the order and oh I wanted to read a book this month right And guess what now that I've drawn out five minutes right. a day absolutely. yeah, I'm gonna have this book done in no time right. right right I don't have any more time. I just created a little more structure
1: space yeah I, I I I created space in my day for this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what a budget is. Space. Yeah. Ideally, exactly. A budget is that I'm creating space yep. for the week and, and vacation, and so mm-hmm. I'm going to have the money yep. before I go on vacation. Yep. So I'm not charging my way to. It feels different to be on a vacation that's paid for.
0: Yeah, I would. I would than actually it does to go.
1: Really, I have to go home and pay for this. Is it really a vacation if you haven't got it paid for? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you get the idea. The above from beneath is is, is, is fundamental. Mm-hmm. But the beneath from the beneath. That's where we live. Is just as fundamental. Mm -hmm. And it is the process of managing those two things that brings dry land potential out. It doesn't create it. How many times have we been guilty of asking God to create something that already exists? Mm -hmm. It's just covered by the lack of definition and the lack Mm -hmm. of structure and order and boundaries. We see it all the time. We see
0: it with new Christians. Right. Where, you know within a very short time they they jump ahead on timelines that naturally would constrain them but they already had it there it was just oh, revealed you see it right? you
1: see it begin to emerge mm-hmm. as they introduce mm-hmm. so okay let's talk about it mm-hmm. this is what makes the exodus such a, a riveting story so you're trapped in the chaos of slavery mm-hmm. you have the crack of the whip on your back day by day, mm-hmm. working the mud pits, mm-hmm. making bricks, building houses that you will never possess, um, knowing that you're a stranger and a foreigner in a land that is not your own. And and all of a sudden, Moses comes and says, We're getting out of here. Mm-hmm. And through that process of of delivering them from the chaos of Egypt, they just get a day's journey. Out of that situation, and they find themselves on the banks of the Red Sea looking over their shoulder, seeing mm-hmm. the dust coming from the chariot wheels of of Pharaoh coming to once again mm. arrest them and take them back to the chaos they're trying to escape, and they have nowhere to go. Well, they were at a boundary. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Couldn't go anywhere.
1: And they're looking at an impossible situation. They're looking at a deep body of water again. Mm-hmm. But they had failed to realize that God has the potential mm-hmm. to reveal mm-hmm. a way. Now, Isaiah said it this way in chapter 43 and verse number 1.
0: 43-1 one or 43-15? I got 15 in front. I'm sorry. You're right. All right. 43-15. Don't do 43-1, whatever you do.
1: Yeah, just start there and read to 15. <laughs> yeah.
0: says, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the creator of Israel, Ah. your King. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the
1: sea (laughs) and a path in the mighty waters. So he says, I am your creator, taking them back to, I've done this before. Yeah. Okay. He didn't just say, I'm your deliverer. No, no. He was trying to jog their memory. I'm your creator, and I know how to handle chaos. I know how to handle the yeah. water yeah mm-hmm. and i can make a way in the sea and i can make a path in the mighty waters hmm. moses stretch forth your hand extend the rod mm-hmm. the wind blows all night mm-hmm. i don't think anybody was doing much sleeping if there's enough wind to blow the waters yeah. okay the little tent flaps would have been pretty aggressive yeah i reckon that through Again again we have we have another creative moment it is the deep is in front of them the spirit of god is hovering on the face of the deep the water is blowing back mm-hmm. making space again mm-hmm. for a way out of the chaos yeah. and guess what dry land appeared it appeared it appeared dry land appeared now listen, guys, it would have been it would have been no less of a significant story if the waters would have parted and they had to wade in mud yep. to get across right. the riverbed yep. right. or the sea, the, 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 the bottom of the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. But it was dry land. Hmm. In the same way that it, it was dry land in creation, it was once again dry land that they walked across. Mm-hmm. And then they get to the other side, and when the last Israelite pulls his sandals up out of the, out of the Bed of the Red Sea, mm-hmm. and 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 Pharaoh and his host are coming. It begins to revert to chaos again. That's right. And 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 the dry land begins to to once again go back into that muddy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What an amazing story.
1: How many times has God done that in your walk with God? Mm-hmm. It happens again with the story of Elisha and Elijah. Yep, yep. Second uh, Kings 2,
0: verse 11, And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took a hol- took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. He also he took up also sorry the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and uh, stood by the bank of Jordan. Yes. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters yes. and said, "Where is the Lord God of Elijah?" And when he also had smitten the
1: waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elisha <laughs> went over. There it is again. Mm-hmm. There it is again. We have Elijah, we have Elisha, we have transition. We have one generation being raptured out. We have another generation stepping on the scene and standing between Elisha and his future is another body of water. Mm-hmm. This is a reoccurring, a reoccurring theme, creation, exodus. It happens before Israel can, can go in to possess the, uh, the promised land where Joshua, Mm -hmm. the priest, step in, and there is a path made through Mm -hmm. the water again. And here it happens with Elisha. And Elisha is standing there now. His entire ministerial future is on the other side of the body of water. Mm -hmm. What do I do? I don't have Elijah anymore. I have the mantle. It's Mm -hmm. not a Red Sea. It's just a river. Maybe I can forge it. By wading across, <laughs> maybe I can swim across. Yeah, maybe maybe I can introduce uh, a new concept of let, let's 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 build a raft and pull our way across. Mm-hmm. But Elijah said, "No. I want the God of Elijah, the very God that called us out of the water in the first place. Mm-hmm. I want the one that God to make a path through this river for me, mm-hmm. and He smites the water." and another path emerges. Now, here is a concern that I have with my generation. Mm -hmm. With every successive generation, when any Elijah passes off the scene, and Elisha has to embrace the fact that what God done for them, he'll do for us. Right. Yep. And we don't have to invent new methods of traversing watery barriers. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay? So we can't be more intent on on training our leaders how to swim, how to build boats, how to build rafts, Mm -hmm. how to wade, how to tell the deepest parts in the water. We need them to embrace the mantles of the previous generation, and the God of our forefathers will part the Red Sea, part the Jordan River, part the puddle if it has to be that. But I don't want to swim through something that God will make a way through. Well, you miss out on the miraculous experience of it. Absolutely. Very good. If we'll just give God space, he'll do the same thing for us that he'd done for previous generations. I don't care what it is that you're facing today. God can make a way through it. Just give him some space. Mm. Give him some space.
0: Let me stop you there. We're doing it again. We have to have this conversation. It's time to ask yourself if you're a subscriber. And um, as we said at the start of the show, we need to ask you to ask someone else to join the Kingdom Speak movement, thus doubling our audience, I believe is what we come up with as a scientific uh, outcome. Yeah,
1: destined to double.
0: Yeah. Um, So yeah, kingdomspeak.ca is where you can be a Kingdom Speaker. Uh, Like we've said, there's good merch on the way. Uh, We just have to get a producer that would uh, order it. (laughs) And yeah, we love hearing from you. So get us a review. Get us a comment on our social media. Look us up wherever you are. Um, And yeah, thank you for being a part of us. We just want to start interrupting our shows a little more and uh, do a little bit of shameless plugging, if you may call it yourself. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the... Potential, to me, um, it, this is something that if you don't make the space, like we talked earlier, mm-hmm. it will disappear, or we have a way of cluttering things back up, don't we?
1: Yes, yes.
0: When you, you're you talking about uh, man's way of doing things, you know, with the Elijah-Elisha progression, don't you think sometimes we remove the space
1: by trying to do things our own way? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Superimposing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what happened when Jesus went into the temple. Yes. Yeah. He picked up on it. He said, now this is supposed to be my house, Mm -hmm. a house of prayer, a house for all nations. There's all kinds of stuff in there. (laughs) Right. And you've, you've rebranded this thing. You've made it a den of thieves. You're merchandising and prostituting the processes of redemption and atonement. And you're capitalizing on the poor. And I'm, I'm walking into my own house, and I don't have room in my own house. I, I have no space here. It, it's too hmm. claustrophobic. You've, you've got money changers, and you've got tables, and you've got, you've got it all. Now, he leaves that setting, goes back to the mountain, braids a whip, and comes back. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is not an impulsive decision. This is a calculated move by the master Hmm. to once again regain the proper identity of his house.
0: Yeah, clearing clearing out what man had brought in. It almost seems like it doesn't say that There was no prayer going on, but, you know, he he draws specific attention to that. He does. I've always noticed that. Like, my house shall be called a house of prayer. So it's almost like there was a whole lot of other stuff going on besides that.
1: Wow. Right? Absolutely.
0: Um, Absolutely. To call it a den of thieves is quite, you know, it it was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know when somebody says something very I guess confrontational
1: <laughs> sensational he's like try, yeah whoa yeah you just drop the hammer on these yeah brutal i want you to notice what happens okay again let's keep let's keep this in perspective of of Genesis 1 1 1 2 okay yeah okay keep the same pattern so mm-hmm. he goes back in to the house that he that he feels he has no space in and he starts upending stuff. Tables go flying, cages are open and doves are flying through the windows and and, and okay, money changers, um, their purses are, are scattered all over the yep. floor. Yep. It is chaos. Right. He to reset the identity of the temple, he let it go back to chaos then it is better Mm. for it to be chaotic and me to once again pull it back to its original identity than to let it go on through this superimposed identity Mm. of man that he's put on it. God, a lot of times, will allow something chaotic to happen in the resetting process of bringing you back to your true definition of who you are. Wow. Wow. And you've got to trust the process.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. That's good.
1: Why is this chaos? It's good, but I mean, it's painful too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He literally let it go from a Genesis 1-1 to a Genesis 1-2, and then he brought it all the way back, and we'll tag on that before we close this episode out. Mm -hmm. But he reintroduced chaos because chaos was better than the organized vandalism Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was going on Hmm. in in his stead. Wow. I I, I think that we we need to take an opportunity opportunity here to talk about one particular thing that I don't think we've touched this before on any of our episodes. There are unique things that belong exclusively to God, Mm -hmm. like his house. This is mine. Yep. Okay. So there's a number of them. Mm -hmm. But I don't want us to get lost on this because we're going to jump a bit. But there's another element that belongs to God. All right. Exclusively to God. And that is revenge. Revenge is something that according to Hebrews chapter 10. Mm -hmm. What did he say?
0: Vengeance belongeth unto me.
1: Yeah. I will recompense. He did not say. I hate to break this to you, but he did not say vengeance belongs to us. Ah, stink. (laughs) That is mine. The Lord knows if he
0: gives that to us. (laughs) The planet will become a dumpster fire. Oh. Right?
1: What would happen if the, <laughs> the disciples... Of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I like to do. I like to call fire down from heaven on these guys. And he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. That's mine. All right? What is it about humanity that wants to defend itself, that wants to exact yeah. revenge?
0: Human nature, yes, sir.
1: Something's been done wrong. I'm going to chase it down. If it's the last thing that I do, I will settle the score. Yep. And God's sitting by saying, that ain't yours. Give me a little space. If you'll give me space. yeah. Okay? Don't you ever think that because you're not exacting revenge, revenge will not be exacted.
0: Yeah, that's very key because it still exists. Yes. He's the one giving it out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And
1: brothers and sisters... Mm-hmm. There, he works 24-7. Mm-hmm. He All of the tools are in his bag. The eyes of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sees it. As creative, right? mm-hmm. as bitter, vengeful people can be, mm-hmm. God can one-up it, brother. If you'll let him exact the revenge, hmm. he does it right. Mm-hmm. He does it right. Now, there's a story um, that that kind of kind of reinforces this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a story of Nabal and David and Abigail. And David is sending his servants to just ask for some water and some something to eat from Nabal, who was a wealthy man. David had defended the sheep. David had defended um, this guy's property, interest throughout the conflict, military conflicts, pursuits, etc. All he wanted in return was a little bit of refreshment. Yep. Okay? Nabal was was a fool, the Bible says, but he was uncertain enough of uh, the outcome of the conflict Mm -hmm. that he didn't want to overcommit to either side. Mm -hmm. And boy, there's nothing more frustrating than talking to people like that. Mm -hmm. That They want to wait until the outcome of the election before they (laughs) pledge and reveal who they supported. Of course. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so Nabal was that dude. He was... I'm just not sure how it all is going to work out. So if I give you food and you end up losing, then uh, I, it could put me in a, in a bad position. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go soft on it. And bro, mm-hmm. that triggered David. Mm-hmm. David said, "That scoundrel! Mm-hmm. After all I've done for him." Mm-hmm. So he gets the boys together mm-hmm. and he says, um, "Get your swords and and let's go. Let's go take care of this."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This guy's, this guy's, and, and and really, it was justified. Yeah. yeah I don't want to paint David as being um, impulsively overreacting. And sometimes we are justified. Right? Absolutely.
0: You're right in what you're saying or doing. And you're right to desire. Yep. Uh, a correction. It is true you in the ex- narrative. Yeah, it is true that you experienced injustice. Yes. Right. It shouldn't it, have happened you to were you. Treated poorly. They
1: shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't yeah. have done
0: that. Yeah. So thus, I'm going to take something I don't usually get because it's not mine. And
1: <sighs> oh boy, right? Yeah. Abigail sees David coming with blood in his eyes. Mm-hmm. She's a wise woman. A wise woman married to a fool. And she meets David, who is justified. And what does she say? Where do you want to pick up? Verse 29 of 1 Samuel 25.
0: Yet a man is risen to pursue thee and to seek thy soul, but the soul of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of life with the Boy, Lord Boy, that's of a statement God. we will not
1: even stop there, but the bundle of life. Yeah. <laughs> and the soul okay. of thine enemies them shall he sling out. As okay, no, of whoa, whoa. You don't think that got David's attention when <laughs> Abigail said, you yeah. know, if you'll just give God a little space, Ooh. I know there's a man pursuing you and I know that, that, that you're after him. Hmm. what a choice of words. But if you will let God do it, he shall sling out. She knew <laughs> that <laughs> that word sling was going to get David's attention. Mm-hmm. If there was anybody in Israel... that knew David, they knew that he knew how to handle a sling, and that God worked with David and his sling Mm -hmm. to bring about the greatest victories.
0: A great example of know who you're talking to if you're really trying to get something out of them, right? This girl knew her game. She was a wise girl. Mm -hmm. So verse 30 says, And it shall come to pass when the Lord shall have done to my Lord according to... The Lord Jehovah Mm -hmm. shall have done to my Lord... Mm -hmm. According to all the good that he has spoken concerning thee... I shall have appointed thee ruler over Israel, that this shall be no grief unto thee, nor offense of heart unto my Lord, either that thou hast shed blood causeless, or that my Lord uh, hath avenged himself.
1: Uh. Ah. So in other words, um, if it, you, you've got every right to go do this, but if you shed the blood and Nabal's blood is on your sword, when you get the throne and you arise, because we know that you're anointed for this position, and mm-hmm. we know that it's just a matter of time, nobody is going to be able to look at you and say, you avenged yourself. Mm-hmm. And that connected with David. And David said... Out of all the chaos that's going on right now, chaos, now listen, it's easy to talk about the chaos of creation and water and dry land, Mm -hmm. but let's talk about emotional chaos right now. Mm -hmm. He is an emotional train wreck. He's enraged. He's mad. He's offended. Mm -hmm. He's embittered. Mm -hmm. But out of the chaos, he says, all right, Abigail, listen, you've got to have somebody that can talk to you like that. Mm-hmm. You've connected with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You got me with the whole slinging thing. Mm-hmm. You got me with the fact that that if I give God a little space, I won't have to bear the weight of saying that I avenged myself. So I'm going to turn around I'm going to go back, and I'm going to give God space to avenge me mm-hmm. of my adversary.
0: What makes this... Uh... I guess challenging is that we're talking about scenarios where if you really want to settle the score, you can, we're not talking about a hypothetical. These are the things in your life where you can actually do it.
1: And you have the goods, you get the goods. Like David could have went in there and chopped this guy to, you know, absolutely. Like
0: he could have done it. And
1: I really don't think by, by, by Abigail's choice of words, I don't think that this would have kept David from the throne.
0: It it would have
1: just tainted, Hmm. it would have tainted David's character. Mm -hmm. And people would have said, well, you got to watch David. When he gets mad, he'll defend himself. Hmm. Takes vengeance into his own hands. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So David goes back home. Abigail goes back home. And the fool that she's married to is a drunken sop. And his heart is merry. Mm -hmm. But it says in verse 37 that in the morning...
0: When the wine was gone out of Abel, his wife had told him these things that his heart died within him. Ah. Mm -hmm. It became as a stone.
1: mm -hmm.
0: And it came to pass about 10 days after that the
1: Lord smote Nabal, that he died. It does not say. Yeah. 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 His heart died. It wasn't killed. Mm -hmm. His heart died. If you just give God space, he can exact the revenge that you dream about. If you give God space, he can settle the scores that you really wished you could settle. Oh, man. And the emotional chaos, once, once you cross that deep, dark body of water that God makes a way through for you on dry land, that emotional mm-hmm. nuclear ground that you're walking through, once you get through that and you're released from that revenge, the release of that moment, the peace of that moment, is one that is is incomparable. Hmm. Just give God space, and 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 he'll he'll make a way.
0: Wow, those are uh, those are things that are not easy. No, right? they're not. And every one of us listening today have.
1: If you're not there, you will be.
0: Yep. There's a punching bag with somebody's face on it. Yeah, that you could regularly walk by and yeah, smack it right. Yeah. Oh come on, Randy. <laughs> sure, <laughs> for sure. I've seen those punching bags before. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: And it's something that you can
1: do. But it's like, oh man. Oh, and you can justify yourself so easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta have those people in your life mm-hmm. that can bring you that balance and go. Do you know what? Don't do it. That's not your. That's not your domain. That's God's. You're, you're playing God by doing that. Mm. There's a, a story of the Shunammite lady that Elisha, once his ministry, hit its stride. He's traveling back and forth, ministering in, in the schools of the prophets in different areas. And, and, and she says, I'm going to constrain this, this man. I, I, I detect that he's a holy man and as he's there eating she she realizes you know something we, we need to uh we need to capitalize on 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 this relationship with him and make a hmm. room yeah for the prophet make space yeah mm-hmm. she presents that idea to the to her husband and and once again so we have an abigail that's married to a fool but we clearly have a lady of shunam that's married to a man that understands wow I'm okay with that. Let's make space in our home for the man of God and see what happens.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay? Just like every David needs an Abigail, every home needs space in it for the prophet to walk by, spend the night, Hmm. for you to entertain the prophet, and instead of eating the man of God at the table, feed him (laughs) at the table.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, well, it's... So much can be said there
1: <laughs> So she is she presents it to her husband her husband says let's do it. They begin constructing the room. It wasn't extravagant. It, we've got the furniture list it's a stool, it's a lamp, it's a bed and it's a table. It's pretty elementary. it's not it's not five diamond exotic um, arrangements and, and and hospitality. It's pretty basic but it works and what she didn't realize is that by making space for the man of God she was making space mm. for the miraculous she did not realize Oof, wow that she she thought she was building room a room for the man of God she didn't think she was building a nursery she didn't think she was building right mm-hmm. the pursuits of that we have. So we want vengeance, but we're going to pull it back and we're going to give that to God. We want a child. We need the miracle. We need the intervention, but I'm not building a room for that. I'm building a room for the man of God. And when we make space for God, when we make space for God's man Mm -hmm. in our home, we are literally making space for the miraculous. Yeah, Well, exactly. Yep. And a year later, she's nursing a baby. Yep because she was willing to feed the prophet Mm -hmm. and make room for the prophet, she now is nursing and feeding a baby, Mm -hmm. which was a dream. She didn't ask for this, Mm -hmm. but she got it by extension of just giving God some space in her life. Mm. Ironically, later on, when the boy dies of heat stroke, she took him back to the space. Very same spot. Yeah, that's where it really pays off, right? It does. Mm. It does. So you know that she didn't just create that space to get them to, to get the miracle because the space was still there. Yeah. So the very thing that that brings it into reality will keep it alive.
0: Yeah, it was evidently a lifelong commitment. It wasn't it wasn't just, oh, we need a we need a quick uh whatever whatever so let's just right uh, absolutely build this temporary
1: shelter and absolutely. we'll tear it
0: down once we get the child right <laughs> right. right no it was still there because you
1: still got to have a space to bring the miracle back to when it dies yeah and 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 if the, if, if, if the room has gotten so cluttered then 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 the miracle dies because when the space is gone
0: mm-hmm the man's gone yeah that's it
1: that's it Incredible incredible so I think that there is a as, as we're kind of winding winding down here there is a place that um, uh, we, 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 we can't we can't close without going here so there's four guys that have a friend that's in need and Jesus had come to town and wherever Jesus goes space is limited. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> standing room only. That's right, and so they 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 realize, okay, bud, you, you, we want to help you, mm-hmm. but there's a space issue. How bad do you really want the help? Because mm-hmm. if you want the help, we'll do whatever we've got to do mm-hmm. to to get you to there. We'll create the space. Yep. And he's like, man, I need it, and they rip the roof off, man. They break it up. Mm-hmm to get him in the position that he needs to get the miracle from God. That's the kind of friends you want.
0: You better have at least four
1: friends. That's the kind of friends you want. Yeah. So when we come back to the story of Jesus in the temple, Mm -hmm. and he is reverting and resetting the identity on his house, so he brings it to chaos, mm-hmm. and then begins to it's tables overturned. It's it's chaos. It's Genesis one and two, and then he begins to from that position. Notice what they said in verse fourteen. And
0: the blind and the lame, the came blind to him and the lame in the temple. Yes, and
1: he healed them. And he healed them. It's Genesis 1 and 1 all over again. Hmm. It is the process of pulling them out. With tables overturned and with chaos everywhere, it was still better than the organized structure of of man's identity being superimposed on God's space. Mm -hmm. He said, now I'm going to reset it, and in this chaos, the miraculous is going to happen. Emerging from this... Blind eyes are going to be open. Wow. Deaf ears are going to be unstopped. Lepers are going to be cleansed. The healing is going to take place. So don't
0: worry about the miracles or the the supernatural. Just make the space and it's going to happen. (sighs) That
1: is what he does, man, over and over. The the restrictiveness is that the anointing is going to stop flowing. The oil is going to stop flowing. with the vessels. When when you run out of vessels. Exactly. (laughs) The, the space is what restricts the flow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if you give him space the healings will take place the supernatural mm-hmm. will take place uh, uh, he, he even gives men space to repent sure does man It's all about giving God giving God that space and and, and here's the exciting thing is he said I go to prepare
0: <laughs> oh yes.
1: A place place. for you that where I am, there you may be also. If you'll give God space here, he'll create space for you there. Phew. Give God some space. If it's revenge, let him exact it. If it's a miracle, Mm -hmm. give him space. I don't care what, if it's chaos, just give him space. If you're standing against an obstacle that you see no way around it, no way through it, just give God space. Mm Mm-hmm. Watch what he'll do. If you'll give him some room in 2022, you're going to see that he is still a waymaker.